Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you on your path of self-awareness and well-being and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is a good one. It's about being hurt and what to do in the face of the difficult emotions that arise as a result. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on GeorginaHudson.net or my Instagram account, GeorginaHudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? And today's topic has been inspired by one of my beloved clients. And it will, it will resonate closely with most of us. It definitely resonated with me because we've all been hurt and we've all been left with difficult emotions to navigate. And if someone hurts us, it is extremely painful, right? But what can we do to manage the situation in a way that is both assertive and aligned and faithful with who we are and the values we have? And when I talk about somebody hurting us, I'm referring to examples such as somebody saying something painful to us or someone disrespecting us or somebody lying to us or deceiving us or when somebody makes it clear that they don't think how worthy we are, among many, many other examples. So think about it. You know, I also work with very young clients not children but young adults and sometimes they tell me you know my friend has told me she doesn't want to be my friend anymore I don't know why and I feel devastated you know think about all the times you've been hurt and you don't have a clue why and this subject is challenging because when someone wrongs us our tendency could be reacting impulsively even when that is alien to us even if that is unusual behavior I will never forget, and I, now I'm a little bit embarrassed sharing this with you, but I will never forget one day that I was driving calmly when suddenly another car cut me off in traffic. And, you know, I didn't expect that, of course. And on top of everything, the driver insulted me. I was like, what the, you know? And what was my reaction? I yelled at him at the top of my voice and started honking my horn non-stop and it was awful because he went away and he got away with what he had done and when I look back at that scene I laugh because I was out of my mind at the moment and because I learned that in that state I was not going to get any reparation from the other person he, you know, was the person who had some trouble or who had a bad day, whatever. And I was not going to achieve anything by honking my horn like crazy. And you might feel identified with my reactive experience. Nevertheless, your default tendency may be to freeze when someone has treated you unfairly. I know many people who get so stressed that they run out of words and actions when something painful happens to them. And this reminds me of my dear mother, may she rest in peace, because when somebody said something to her that, you know, left her in pain or somebody did something that, you know, was unfair, uh, she always told me, you know, Georgia, I don't have the words like you do. I, I, 
I ran out of words and actions. I, you know, I get all clouded by the situation. I don't know what to do. No, but I'm not saying that reacting, you know, uh, impulsively or freezing and not saying anything are the solutions to the problem. I'm not saying that in any way. And as Viktor Frankl said, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And it is in that space that we will find the clarity and the discernment to respond from a calm place. This is very different from reacting, as I did while driving. Reacting is the act of doing or saying something immediately after someone says or does something him or herself. When we react, there is no space between stimulus and response. When we respond, however, there is a space. And in that space, we've got the opportunity to discern, to choose how we are going to respond and what we need to do. And my neuroscience teacher, my dearly, my dear beloved neuroscience teacher, always says that when somebody hurts us, we might feel tempted to pay them back with the same coin. But the result, and this is very vivid, it's always stayed with me, the result will be like trying to hurt the other person with hot coal. The coal might reach them and they, the coal might burn them, but our hands are going to be just as hurt. It's brilliant, right? Brilliant example. So I don't know if you remember any interaction when somebody hurt you and said something, you know, unfortunate to you or they did something horrible to you and you, you know, snapped back and said something awful to them and then you felt depleted. So my neuroscience teacher is more or less that. So the million dollar question would be how to respond when another person has wronged us on purpose because... That is what we are focusing on today. And now I'm going to tell you the experience of my dear client. My dear beloved client shared with me a very, very unpleasant experience she had with an acquaintance. And as a side note, I would like to start by telling you that she is calm, respectful, and beautifully sensitive. She's empathic, she's compassionate, she's like a wonderful, wonderful human being. And in the context of a conversation that seemed to be unimportant in general uh, with this man, but apparently the conversation was touching him personally very closely, she disagreed with an opinion he expressed and with something he told her he had done. He had done. And he took it to heart. And you don't know what continued, but I'm going to tell you, of course, but... From that moment on, this man tried to prove that he was right in every possible way. Things started to escalate. So what seemed to be an exchange of words and, you know, oh, you know, I'm not sure I agree with that thing you, you did or with what you are saying right now. He started sending her videos and articles that supported his point of view, totally biased, and asking her what she thought now. My client ignored him until one day she dared to tell him that that information was incomplete and that she felt the picture was bigger and that more, more pieces were necessary and that she continued thinking differently. 
So this man, the man in question, told her that he could not believe that someone with her studies and her experience could not see things clearly. But that he was not surprised because people like her do not open, do not have an open mind. And I wrote everything down like verbatim because it was so horrific, you know, that I wanted to tell you. So the subliminal message here is you are not thinking well, you cannot have an open mind and I am superior to you because I do have an open mind and because I think well. The story is very long, so I'm going to cut a very long story short. She tried not to have any contact with him and he continued insisting that she had to agree with him. And as he couldn't get away with what he wanted, he hurt my client even more. And what at first seemed to be very silly, honestly, ended up making my client suffer a lot. In our session together, we observed how his, uh, her acquaintance didn't spare her any insults, you know. It's true that he covered the insults. He said things like, oh, I'm surprised a person with your education and your background cannot see things clearly. But he was really saying, you know, you are not intelligent because you cannot agree with me. So I asked my client what she thought he was doing and what he wanted. And she told me that she felt he wanted to make her feel ignorant, small, that he wanted to smash her to pieces. And when I asked her how she felt, she told me that she was angry and distraught at the same time. And I could sense and perceive that she was suffering so much that my first um, intuitive response was to help her calm down before we continued. So after some exercises to, you know, soothe her, I asked her what she wanted to do. And she was very clear. She told me that she wanted this man to leave her alone. She didn't want to have any arguments. She didn't want to block him from WhatsApp or email. But she just wanted him to stop harassing her. The problem was that she was too overwhelmed to know how to do that. And she had previously told her partner uh, everything. And her partner told her to block him and not to accept any more insults. And her partner was starting to get angry at her too because, you know, he was desperate. Like, why don't you defend yourself? And I want to make a pause here. I want us all to pause here and to think about all the people, me included, who have been raised with ideas like disagreements should be avoided at all costs. It is better to turn the other cheek back. Raising your voice or being blunt is in very bad taste. Or conflicts are sorted out over time. Put everything under the rug that because things will miraculously, you know, uh, be sorted out. My client used to be a very docile girl. She used to consent to situations that often made her suffer inside. She was a beautiful person, but 
very agreeable, you know, very pleasing. And sometimes, you know, she suffered a lot. So when you have a lifetime of repeated interactions like these, you know, turning the other cheek, never raising your voice, never saying what you feel, um, never having, avoiding disagreements at all costs, it's hard to change overnight. So even though I can see her partner's viewpoint, I can also understand why she couldn't do all those, why she couldn't carry out all those suggestions, you know. The good news is that little by little we can rewire our brain and we can reteach ourselves and, you know, re-educate ourselves emotionally. So I'm not going to tell you anything else about my client's uh, situation and how everything turned out because just me to tell you up to here there are many people who are close to her who listen to the podcast as well so we're going to leave it here but I'm going to offer you some ideas about what you can do if somebody hurts you in any way they lie you they you know deceive you they treat you in a way that's totally unfair, they make you feel you're not worthy, uh, that you're not good enough, um, you know, the bully, they bully you, or they harass you, like this man, and so think about anything that might have happened to you. So the first thing is notice the sensations in your body. Your body is your great teacher. Does your chest hurt? What do you feel at the base of your throat? I sometimes feel like a lump at the base of my throat. What do you feel in your belly? What do you feel in your head? What can you sense physically? So we start from the body. The body never lies. Number two, notice your emotions now. What do you feel emotionally? Do you feel used? Do you feel offended? Do you feel mistreated? Do you feel disappointed? Do you feel betrayed? What do you feel? And pause, like Viktor Frankl suggested. Pause. Once you have that information, pause. Take a deep breath and think about what you can do from a place where you feel grounded. Even though you feel hurt, because both things can happen at the same time. You can feel hurt but grounded at the same time. Maybe you need to set boundaries. Maybe you need to learn to set boundaries. Maybe you've never set a boundary in your life. So maybe you need to learn how to set a boundary and then to carry it out. Maybe somebody has crossed the line and has said something completely inappropriate and you need to set your boundary. And remember that boundaries are not set in an ambiguous way or in a violent way. And I understand this because it was so different, difficult for me to uh, set boundaries that I wasn't very assertive when I started to set boundaries. So it was like neither yes nor no. It was like, yeah, I'm sorry, but, you know. Um, other people, you know, they chew up so much that when they set a boundary, they do it in a violent way. So stop before the snowball becomes too big. Express the facts. Hmm? Express what you have what you have felt and how you want to move forward. So for example, in my client's case, and I'm not saying this is what happened, Okay, but you could say something like, you know, you were telling me 
what happened to you or what you thought about something that had happened to you and I told you I didn't agree with something that you had done or you had said and then you told me somebody with my background he was surprised that somebody with my background didn't understand what was going on and didn't see the situation clearly and that made me feel like you were telling me I'm not intelligent enough and I'm not going to accept that. So, you know, I want to clarify this if we want to move forward in our relationship. You know, sometimes it's even clearer, you know. Um, look, uh, you always ask me to do these favors to you and I am happy every time I can, but I feel it's not reciprocal and I want to see what we can do moving forward okay so and be brave be on your side if the person doesn't take your boundaries well he's doing you a favor or she's doing you a favor because you are going to see that they don't want you they want what they can get from you so remember that too many times you will have to get out of the relationship with the person who has made you suffer or the person who has even bullied you You know, sometimes people don't have the slightest interest in changing or they don't have the slightest interest in listening to you. And you know there is no point and you have to get out of that relationship because it's, it is extremely toxic for you. So do it. So do it. Don't stay there if it doesn't make you feel good. But if you think that the person was going through a bad day or a bad time, but you can still speak and, you know, repair what happened, do so from a strengthened place. Tell them this is what has happened. It has made me feel this way and I would like to. And always like when you set boundaries and in an assertive conversation, always avoid victimization Like, oh, poor me, how come I am so good and you did this and I am so sorry for myself. Avoid that. And also avoid accusation. Avoid saying to the other person because you, 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 you. You know, we are adults and we are responsible for the things that hurt us and the things that we want. And so we are going to act as the other adults that we are. And of course, if nothing of this helps you, if you need professional help, seek that help. It's going to be the best investment you make on yourself. I am telling you, I have been in therapy for how long? 25 years. And I, I now have a coach and a therapist, both. And this is the best that I could have done for myself because it helps me live in a way that is lighter, happier, and more resourceful. So it's wonderful. So do it. Now, in fact, I can remember a person, one of my clients who called me just because she didn't know how to set a boundary. Because she loved the person and everything, but you know, so we were working on that. So boundaries are a big thing. So when someone hurts you with no reason, when someone hurts us, I'm going to include myself in the conversation, it has everything to do with that person and nothing to do with us. And remember that the problem lies with that person and not with you. 
The problem lies with the person who has wronged you, the person who has hurt you, the person who has deceived you. You have nothing to do with that. And this will give you great peace of mind. It helps me a lot to think like, oh my gosh, that person mistreated me and he or she uh, said all those awful things about me or to me. And then I think, well, but I have been good to them and I have been kind and I have been compassionate and I have been empathic. So if they have a problem, it's their problem. It's not mine. And that helps me a lot. So keep in mind who you are, what your values are, what your needs are, and don't negotiate that. Those are non-negotiables. And as a bonus, you may want to read an article that I have written in Psicología y Mente Magazine. It's been written in Spanish and it's a big dive into this topic. So I hope you enjoy it if you read it in Spanish. But if you don't, don't worry, because this podcast has been very, very complete. So I hope this publication has helped you. If you know someone who might need it, forward it to them and invite them to subscribe. This free material is reaching more and more people every week. And this is a great motivation for us to continue producing it because we don't have sponsors. We don't have ads. We're doing it completely from our hearts. It's completely free. And it was a dream come true. And it's bigger than we thought. Now the, the realization of the dream is bigger than we thought and we want to reach more and more people now and you know we also appreciate your recommendation and evaluation on any of the platforms that you are listening to us because that makes us more visible too and it gives us invaluable feedback too so i'm sending you a big hug and until next podcast <laughs>